Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts running through your head, feelings running through your heart or wherever your gut, uh, sensations running through your body, noises running through your window or through your partner's nostrils. Uh, it could be that, it could be, you know, changes, light, whatever's keeping you awake. I'd like to take your mind off of that. I'd like to distract you. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. Sorry, I had to say that twice. So nice, I said it twice. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, many, many meanders, and twists and, well, not twists and turns, bends. Then go take two steps back, one step to the right, one step back again to the left, and then I'll spin around and then I'll, in order to go one step forward. Kind of like mother, most, kind of like Mother May I. If you, if you ever played Mother May I with yourself, and oh boy, please no snickering when I say things like that. Okay, let me just sit up for the new. If you're new here, welcome. Let me tell you a couple of things. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. Uh, for the people it does work for, it does take a few tries. Uh, but you're under no pressure, one, to like this podcast or me. I'm just here to try to help you distract you and put you to sleep. Uh, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. That's the kind of like, I'll tell you about that in a second. But you're also under, under no pressure to listen. Very quickly, if you're new, you'll realize, oh, wait, this is a man who plays Mother May I by himself. He does call it Matter May I, and he uses an accent when he plays it. Alone, it is a you know at his age, which is above twelve. I think people stopped playing Mother May I, unless you're a babysitter. Any babysitters listening, you know, work it into your toolbox. It's a good thing to have in your toolbox. And yes, you can make it more dynamic for the modern age. Parent May I, guardian May I, teacher May I. You could even use it like a or Mother Earth May I. Uh, you know, make up your own character. Nanny Prudence, I don't know, that, that's just, that may be what I call myself. Uh, oh, that's not during, that's during a whole nother, anyway, also alone, do I do that alone too? But, so if you're new here, I didn't even mean to do that, but obviously I showed I'm not qualified for anything you'd need to listen to closely. And please don't stand outside my windows if you hear me starting, if you hear me starting any sentences with Nanny Prudence. You know, walk away. Don't even walk slowly. Just turn around and get out of there. Or plug your ears and hum. Or anyway, so anyway, new listeners. So if you're new here, here's the structure of the show, just so you know. Oh, by the way, I think when this comes out, I don't have this all put together yet, but it may be Goonies Week. So, and this may be the first episode of Goonies Week. So welcome to Goonies Week on Sleep With Me podcast. And all that means is we'll have three Goonies-inspired uh, um, episodes. Uh, but so if you're new here, here's the structure of the shows, uh, just so you know, and then you can say, well, maybe this isn't for me. I hope it is because I really would love to help you fall asleep. But five minutes of business at the top, that's what allows us to make these shows, uh, pays bills, pays a little bit of the labor that goes into them. Then we're in about, we're about five minutes into a 12 minute intro. It kind of sets the tone like, a. It kind of disorients anybody that's here, and uh, I try to make a metaphor about what the podcast is about. I thought I was going to make it about something. I mean, I guess somehow it's, I've gotten into a game of Mother May I or describing that, so I'll have to describe that for the second half of the intro. But the intro is, yeah, it's a long-winded. It's been described as that, and uh, it's a kind of a, it's a microcosm. Thank you. Holy cow. My, my, I think my vocabulary has grown by four or five words over these 500 episodes. Holy microcosm. Uh, that wasn't, a, that was a misuse of microcosm because I was so excited. I just might, never mind. I almost said it. I did say I almost microcosmed. And that doesn't even mean anything, but it's funny, you know, but it is funny. I mean, it's, it's uh, 
Okay, so uh, where was I? If you're new here, uh, so the intro will go on. You can fall asleep during the intro. A lot of people do. Not everybody does. Then we'll do uh, tonight's uh, Goonies Week Tale of the Tape, which uh, I can't explain later, but it it basically means my memory's terrible. I'm the worst paraphraser on the planet. But I tend to remember things like de- de- minor details, and, and I'm able to try to describe them. And like, like for example, the movie The Goonies from the 1980s. All of us know, like you could, I could probably spend 15 minutes describing what Chunk was wearing. Lawrence, uh, you know, red jacket, plaid plaid pants, plaid pants. I think I had that same pair of plaid pants like 10 years before the movie. I don't know if I ever saw uh, Lawrence's waistband, but I'm pretty sure it was elastic. So uh, if you're new here, uh, here's the thing. You don't need to listen. Like You can you, you can start listening, and if you, you say, Jesus, well, this is distracting. It's taking my mind off stuff. It kind of, It's not funny, but it's a little bit uh, It's different in a semi-amusing way. I'd say, oh, boy, I'm win- I've won you over, haven't I? Uh, mother, may I take two steps forward? You may. Okay, but can I take four steps back to try to describe something to the audience? Okay, mother's not speaking. Uh, okay, so you you don't have to listen, but you can kind of listen and as you drift off. But you're also not under pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour, and I'll be doing my best to, to, to take the— well, I'll just be being myself. I, I'll be doing my best to be myself in—, in in absentia, that just popped in my head. It has no, it doesn't fit there, but it kind of does because I have like most people's brains have like a go-to, you know, you say, hey, narrative brain, or what's the next twist? And my brain is saying, hmm, processing, you know, my brain buffers, it processes, it has wheels that spin in both directions, clockwise and counterclockwise. And my brain has more, you know, has a 405 error codes, 501s, 505s, whatever you need. And then I say, well, let me just go back to Chunk's jacket. It was a red jacket, I, a windbreaker, correct, again. And so that's the, like, uh, hmm, that's the person that makes the podcast. And I guess I was saying it's a little bit like a game of Mother May I, like the way I make the show. Because sometimes it takes, you know, say, well, we're going to need four hops on this one. Can everybody do four hops? And that's not so much to, to, to talk down to anybody or anything. It's it's, it's, it's kind of t- whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, brain bots, I call them, overthinking, anxiety, or anything else. Like I like to just, you know, get, get the mood up in the slow. So they say, well, let's take four. So to, can you take those four hops in slow motion? Oh, it, okay. Sorry. One of brain bots said it's, it's a participatory game. Oh, participatory. Thank you. Thank you, correction brain. Okay, there's a there's a brain bot raising its hand. What's your name? Randy the brain bot. Oh, yeah, you, you could call me matter. Matter, may you take forceful motion hops? Wow, that you may. You may. All of you may. I don't know. Uh, I do, actually, I'm getting red light, green light, and mother may I mixed up. Sorry I started this game. What is the purpose of Mother May I? Because red light, green light, I, I understand. Oh, it's just oh, it's just a way for babysitters to waste time. Kind of like a sleep podcaster uh, trying to take your mind off stuff. Okay, you brain bot on the side with that uh, pink stripe. What's your name? Oh, oh, Holga. Holga, yes. What was you? May you take uh, three corkscrew spins? No. But you may take uh, 400 pirouettes in, uh, like, uh, as slow as you can. One pirouette. That's how you exactly two pirouettes. Thank you, Holga. And everyone else, you may take those 400 pirouettes. Uh, so th- I guess that's it. The, like, the difference, we just figured that out. So the teachable moment here on the podcast. One, you know, if you're... Uh, Okay, I guess you, this isn't pro, pro, like I don't have pro pro tips. I have pro am tips because mo, like mostly I'm amateur at everything. But here's a pro am tip: if you're a babysitter or you need to entertain kids, you know all adults of all ages listen to this podcast, and some children do. Uh, but you know you could whatever age you are, you could encounter yourself with your when alone with these children. 
And I don't know if you read anything on the internet, but these kids are highly distractible. So uh, if you want, if you need, you find, well, I got to like, I got to bridge your time gap here with non-electronic interference. Here's what you do. Here's your toolbox. And it, okay, kids, you're not allowed to listen to this because, like, I don't want you catching on. It's not that you can't listen. I guess you're going to listen anyway. So if your grandmother or your aunt or your uncle or your babysitter tries this, please assist them. So you'll start out, you'll do some mother may I or mater may I. I prefer mater may I. We could, you could do a little, is there, isn't Mollier or somebody, isn't there a composer? Why don't we do it that way? Mal, you know, name it after a composer. Uh, Bartok, may I? And then you say, then the kid, the kids would say that. And then you'd explain to them who, who Bartok was, which I would need my phone for that. So I think Bartok was big on uh, dissonance, which I'm surprised I like him. Uh, you know, that's my, anyway, um, and then the kids will say, you know, may I take four steps? And you say, no, but you may take six small steps. And at some point, you know, you you, you want to try to go as long as you can till you, ideally, you detect their disinterest first. So you do have to be in the moment for this one. Then what you'll do is you'll switch to uh, red light, green light. Because I guess, mother may I, from what I've been able to determine in this intro for a sleep podcast, is that mother may I is non-competitive, which is great for... Uh, for a little while, then you'll go to red light, green light, which is, there is, you can, you know, then you can get the kids' competitive juices up. And maybe there, maybe you have an advantage because they they might be in the still, uh, Molly or May I, uh, mode. Also, any music teachers, feel free to repurpose this stuff and you could have them, you know, hum tunes from, uh, you know, symphony, symphonies or things, or symphonies. So... Uh, you can do that, and then you know. You, then you, you say, "Well, if you sit quietly and don't move, I'll take you for ice cream later, uh, if you need to." But you, I think those two, two, those are just toolbox. You know, I don't, I don't sell solutions. I, uh, I sell pro am tip. I give away pro am tips uh, from my. Well, I don't have a toolbox. Oh, thanks. So some, some part of my brain just called me. To, I said, "Thanks, thanks for calling me. Thanks." I'm not even going to repeat it on the podcast. Oh, you're going to stand there till I. You called me a loot. Reversed. There you go. Please exit the podcast studio. Okay, so I'm glad you're here. Uh, that, was, that was an interesting intro. I never thought I would uh, spend 12 minutes talking about Mater May I and, uh, you know, whatever my other personal stuff I accidentally revealed on here. Uh, so if you're new here, the podcast is different. You know, not everybody likes it. It doesn't work for everybody. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. I, I don't uh, want to put any pressure on you to like it. Uh, and, you know, some people, like, just because it doesn't work for you, it does work for a lot of people. Uh, and some people, they try it twice, and then they, it works great for them. And if you're having trouble sleeping, I really hope it works for you because I've been there. In the deep, dark night. And I, I would posit, you know, even if you're still awake, that I probably took your mind off whatever you were thinking about earlier. And the main message, you know, I've, I've had a lot of sleepless nights. Uh, matter of fact, last night I would do like, uh, so I don't want to get into it. But uh, uh, that's why I always say I'm glad you're here. And not only do I hope, not only do I work really hard on these episodes, I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep, and I appreciate your time. Thank you for coming by, and hopefully good night, or, you know, but I'll be here. So if you can't sleep, I'll be here to keep you company. So let me take your proverbial hand and try to carry you across that threshold from wake to sleep. Thanks. I hear you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is attempt to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts running through your brain, feelings, physical sensations, stirred up, you know, stirred up emotional stuff, noises, uh, you know, you're trapped, whatever's keeping you awake. It could be any, any of a million things, and it's valid uh, if you're having trouble falling asleep. 
Uh, but whatever it is for the moment, I'd like to take your mind off of it. I'd like to distract you. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. That's how I'm going to create the safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. Uh, or if you're a shift worker or, you know, you're, it's the daytime and you need a distraction, I'm going to send it across the deep, dark day. And what I'll do if you're new here is uh, like uh, like this, uh, like usually here's the structure of the show. It'll be about a five-minute business stuff, then about a 12-minute intro. And the intro is a little bit like a show in and of itself. Every every single episode, three times a week, I try to explain what the podcast is. And normally, like, so I've done whatever, 450, 500. I don't even know how many episodes I've done. But uh, I don't think I've total. like, I haven't had an intro where I'm like, that's it. That's the podcast that puts you to sleep. That's how you describe it. Let's just do that every single week. And so it's become this ongoing 12-minute show within a show where you can ease into bed or you can fall asleep. A lot of people fall asleep during the intro, not everybody. Some people just skip straight to the story. But the intro is always kind of, I don't think it's a story within itself. Uh, but my attempt to create an intro is like an example of, yeah, I guess it always answers the question, what makes you qualified to make a podcast so people sleep? I said, well, if you listen, I think you'll catch on pretty fast if you haven't already. I mean, right now, uh, let me just tell you, let's see if I can make a metaphor out of what's distracting me right at this moment, which is paint, P-A-I-N-T, paints. And I'm not talking about house paint or interior paint or, you know, flat or matte or whatever the heck. I'm talking about the paint kids use or you used as a child. Or maybe you're a painter. Like, I think it'll apply differently if you're a, paint, a painter or an art artist. Uh, it gets some more paintbrushes because, like, uh, so I'm trying to figure out, I think this will apply to bedtime I think I'm, a, I guess, I, I mean, I think you probably know this. Like when I was a kid, the teachers called me Mr. Messy because there was all those books which taught us how to make assumptions about people just, you know, just to judge, you know, just judge them quickly. Those were when it, the time I, they said, okay, here's these short little stories and they'll just teach you how to, you know, put somebody in a body. You know, and they said, this is your story, uh, Andy. It's called Mr. Messy. And I mean, it was the truth. And, uh, you know, I was a messy kid. I was a kid. Once, once we got to, to, to the age where you use a compass, I think that's what it's called—the thing with the pencil on one side and the, you you use it to make circles. I think that's all I ever used it for. And you know, I tried to crack locker codes. With it was the wrong tool for that. It would get you a detention for trying to break into somebody's locker, but it wouldn't get you in their locker. You could, you know, I would use it to draw in the paint of lockers. Sorry about that. Send the bill to my parents still because I was a minor at the time. Like those kind of things would be sticking out or usually in grammar school what would happen is like twice the school year, the teacher would get a look at my desk or someone would just tell on me. And my desk in my backpack was our, like, uh, if you took, like, you couldn't really replicate it. I don't understand the special kind of chaos my messiness generated. But, you know, there'd be, like, uh, I would have a little family of insects subsiding in my school desk, uh, you know, subsiding on whatever snacks I had in there, uh, a.k.a. my friends, my you know, my you know, and then that would keep me company. And then books and stuff, uh, papers, it was things to be signed by my parents. I would usually, I had a special place in the back. I would try to, you know, I would try to build up a, it makes something to distract the teacher's attention the other way. But they always call me. And I, I, I'm no con artist. I'm like a, neither, con, like, a, yeah, I guess I was neither a con nor an artist. But I was tempting that. And then, like, usually the teachers would have me, like, empty, you know, clean my desk. Sometimes if the teacher was nice, if they would, like, uh, if they thought they were nice, they'd assign a classmate or two to help me clean my desk because somehow I was unable to do that. And normally it would be someone I had a crush, you know, they'd say, oh, boy, I got stuck cleaning Andy's desk with Andy. And like, I think it was like, I do, I think I like have like, I don't even know where all this, they'd always say, where'd all this stuff come from in there? 
And I say, alternate, you know, alternate dimension. I don't know. I mean, I would always say, I just would say, I don't know. Maybe sometimes they did say, you know, someplace else, but they didn't, you know, it wasn't. It was really, I don't know whatever it was, but it was so, but I was thinking about paintbrushes because I'm not really a visual artist. I mean, I try to paint visuals with my words, but I don't have that gift of, uh, I don't know, looking at space and being able to, 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 to draw or paint. I'm just not, I don't have that. My brain doesn't function in that way, and I don't have the talent or the skill. But I'll tell you what, you need to irreparably damage some paintbrushes. I'm your man. I've been doing that uh, for 40-odd years. Uh, you need some paintbrushes that need to go in the garbage, but first you want them ruined. I'm, I'm your person. I can do it with watercolors, acrylics, oil-based paints, you name it. I was just doing it today with a couple of kids. I was helping on a project. They were working on a project, a couple 10-year-olds. And they were doing some painting. And I don't think it was 100% my fault because it was kind of like a spur-of-the-moment project. Like, uh, but they were using acrylic paints. And I did try to like keep track of time. And I said, okay, we're going to have to get some cleaning up going. And then I even tried to, like, have us watch, a, like, a YouTube video about cleaning up after you were acrylic painting. But I guess, one, we didn't have, like, an art sink. Two, we were outside on a tarp. And then, like, the biggest uh, the biggest thing I could get was uh, an old, uh, like, cookie container to, to wash the brushes in. And so, like, I mean, here's the spoiler. Those brushes are ruined. Hopefully no one related to that project is listening to this podcast because, oh boy, about four hours from now, those brushes are going to be harder than uh, steel. I mean, we did attempt to, to like, uh, rinse them, but at some point I became aware that I was participating in a ruse, and I think the two two, two young kids knew. They said, oh, yeah, really, you could get that brush going in that water, which is thicker than the original acrylic paint, really wash that brush off. And, you know, that, so we can use it next time. Now, luckily, the kids, they did, we did have a discussion about it because they were like, uh, I mean, they saw right through me right away. Like, why do we need to clean these brushes? Like, uh, and they said, well, because he won't be. I said, in my experience, kids, brushes, when a kid uses a brush or me at any age, it's never usable again. But I didn't want to teach him that life lesson, you know, or too early. Uh, because that one's, they say, or to work into your belief system, <laughs> like mine, when you've used a brush, it's no longer useful. Uh, these brushes can't be cleaned. Or then, I, you know, then I, how'd this become a, like, a therapy session? But so they did say, well, why, you know, they were, like, debating with me, why do we need to clean these brushes? What's the big deal? Oh, also the person in the YouTube video, they had a brush cleaner, like a fancy brush cleaning gel or something. And they said, well, why don't we, why, why don't we get a brush, why don't we have that brush cleaner? I said, well, her brushes cost like $100. Uh, like these ones are pretty sure from the 99 cent store. They said, just humor me. Let's just pretend, I, I should have just, let's just pretend we're so, obviously, that's what qualifies me to make a sleep podcast. If you could read between the paintbrushes, if you don't mind me saying, between the bristles. I did watch this, like, uh, YouTube video, and it did make me breathless because they said, holy cow, this person was really, I mean, she had expensive brushes. She was an artist, so it was her tool. And she really was fastidious uh, about explaining how to, but not in a over, she wasn't over fastidious. She was just straight up a, a great, right amount of fastidiousness. The fast to the itty ditty, like with uh, cleaning her brushes. And it, I was exhausted. Just I said, holy cow, no wonder all the brushes in my, like I said, I couldn't even do 10% of that work. Uh, put a brush in water, swish it around. And tap it on, you know, ideally you have rag. Uh, and keep doing that no matter how, how how much paint's in the water. And I think, like, when I say to you, hopefully you're feeling it in a neutral way. I feel pretty neutral talking about it now. But I'm sure when I put my head down at bedtime, I'll be like, why can't you clean brushes? What is, you know, that person in my brain with a, I don't know why a part of my brain has a checklist and a clipboard. And then they have to stand on my bed above me, like right when I'm in, and they say, why can't you clean brushes? 
they said, what are you checking off on that clipboard? I thought you were a figment of my imagination. Oh, if only I was a figment of your imagination. You know, no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm like, a, I'm your brain hired to cons- I'm trying to get the, this the things in order here. And this is what I have to work with a person that can't even get a paintbrush cleaned. And they said, well, those paintbrushes were like, I think they're from the 99, I can get more at the 99 cent store. And we did switch, you know, we did swish them around. We did clean up. I, I think that's a pot. Oh, boy, he said that's a positive. Like, uh, couldn't even use, wasn't even clean water. Well, it was clean for like one or two brushes. And the one thing I've learned is that you get into a debate with that part of you. One, I don't, like, you shouldn't have a clipboard in bed anyway. So you're really, you're like down one clipboard. You can't do like, you know, ju- like pretend you're doing checks. If you had your own clipboard, at least you could be like, okay, what was you like? Pretend you're filling out a form with that part of your brain. Okay. So you're asking me about the papers. What was your name again? Figment of my brain. And you say, no, no, no. I'm from, you know, Accenture or whatever, you know, the, the subconscious division. And they say, okay, what's your bad, what's your customer ID number? And they say, what do you, what, what do you need to know that for? We'll find out if you're a figment, you know, if you have one, maybe you're not a figment of my imagination. But, no, I'm just filling out this uh, evaluation of your work. It's it's uh, shoddy, to be honest. See, when you have a clipboard, you could do that. But most of the time, you're in bed and you're trying to go to sleep. It's really hard to disengage from these things. For me, it is. I don't know about you. And for, for other people, it could be something unrelatable. It could just be, you know, something physical or something noise or whatever. And this is what the podcast says. It offers an alternative path. I ramble and like meander and don't make a whole lot of sense, but I'm a little bit goofy. I try to be lighthearted and as silly as I can be. I don't take myself seriously, uh, but I do take putting people to sleep seriously. Um, but what was my point? Um, what was my point? I get distracted. The, see, the, the, I mean, that's what qualifies me. Is that like I'll tell a story and I'll be talking here for an hour total, and here's the deal: you you can listen to me for as long as you want. I'll try to take your mind off stuff, but you don't have to stay listening. You don't have to stay engaged, but you're also under, under no pressure to fall asleep because I'll be here uh, doing my best to keep you company while you fall asleep. And ideally, my voice will be the thing that kind of carries you across the threshold from wake to sleep. And it doesn't work for everybody. Because this is an acquired taste. It, you know, give it a few tries if you're new. If you're skeptical, I totally get it. This, I mean, if you tried to follow my logic, to, like, it's like, uh, was he self-shaming about paintbrushes? I think he was. Yep, I was. I was, uh, well, no, it was an outside party from a consulting firm. I, it, I don't know. Yeah, I probably was. But the main message in the main sense is I want you to feel welcome. Even if this podcast doesn't work for you, I want you to feel respected because I appreciate you trying it. Uh, and I want to give you just some dignity because I say if you can't sleep, it's tough. And um, I hope this podcast and more than that, I yearn. I work really hard to make these shows because I really want to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts that you're thinking about or, you know, that are running through your mind or your head. Anything, anything really involving running a bed to, around bedtime, running, you know, somebody, you know, okay, we'll, we'll get back to that. Yeah, right. My brain said, let's just get a, so anything, thoughts, feelings, like emotional feelings, physical sensations, changes in routine, schedule, you know, running noise like an engine running outside. We say, what, "What are you waiting for? Freaking deliver the food and get." You know, okay, sorry, and to get him off track already. If you're new here, what is it? Sleep with me. Podcast to put you to sleep. We do it at the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed and turn out the lights. Plus, play. 
I'm going to do the rest. I'm going to create a safe place to distract you from whatever's keeping you up. There's a little reset. I'm still thinking about that car, though. You say, okay, I, you, I know you're not. The, okay, this is. Are you kissing in that car? You shouldn't be kissing in the first date anyway. I mean, you believe me. I don't. I mean, I believe me. I don't know anything about that. But uh, okay. But I got to get back to this podcast intro. Yeah, well, so whatever's distracting you or keep you from a podcast, I need a podcast to, to distract me from my podcast intro. The podcast that puts you in the podcasting zone to put people to sleep. But I'm going to try to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. Here's what, I, here's what I propose, or here's my offer. And it's a free offer. You know, just use this your time. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use these creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, all-around goofy attitude. You remember those goofy cartoons? I think they were, like, I think someone time-traveled and observed me in my regular day-to-day life. And then they went, like, I was just thinking about the. I can't even remember what I was doing. I said, this would make a great goofy, uh. And they said, you can't even, and I said, exactly. If Goofy was pitching a, like a Goofy show movie, they would need to hire, they'd say, we want to pitch a thing where Goofy pitches things. And I said, no problem. I got about 10, I got an episode where I pitched Rick Moranis. I got three where I pitched Tim Curry's agents. I got one where I pitched uh, Ventures in Babysitting 2, pretty sure after it came out, but I didn't know it came out. And I don't even know who I was pitching that to. Other than the actress and the actor. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm pitching something to the new podcast listener, just in case they're here. There's a little uh, little double P action. Hopefully, it makes me want to say pointillism. I don't even know why. But if you're new here, here's the structure of the show. Just to put you at these five minutes or so at the top of the show so we can pay our bills. Uh, pay for a little bit of the work that goes in the show with the editors and stuff like that. Credit everybody that works here. And then we have an intro. We're about, uh, I don't even know because I can't, I'm just at a weird angle. But we're about four or five minutes into an intro. Usually intros are around 12 minutes long. Yeah, they're a show within a show. Like some people fall asleep to them. Some people brush their teeth to them. People code to the shows. I've heard about people peeling, you know, some people peel their vegetables to the intros, fold their socks. Uh, whatever it is, it's meant to kind of every every intro is different, but it usually has the same level of competent incompetence that I show where I say I'm going to try to explain to the new listener what this podcast is. And usually so thus far, I, I put it becomes it puts people to sleep. So I, it used to be in the intro business. Uh, and I wish I am not in the joke business. so I couldn't craft a joke out of that. Uh, yeah, that's why, I mean, that's, yeah, I guess improve. okay, a lot of this intro is just me proving my point, uh, that what I'm up to, and what I'm up to is not much. Here's the offer. You you uh, you can start to listen to me. I'm going to try to take your mind off of everything, and I'll just be here talking, no pressure, uh, and at some point you'll probably realize, if you haven't already, uh, it'll catch up to you saying, wait a second, the... the he, this person, he's not bad. This is a non-threatening individual. Like you said, he's competently incompetent. But like, not, not, yeah, I guess he's like, I, I would agree with you. I'm I'm barely more competent than Goofy. And let's leave it at that. I don't remember. I don't know if I watched Goof Troop. I know that question. Part of my brain said, did we ever watch Goof Troop? And I say, I don't know. I think maybe on mute we may have. That was with other goof, goof, goofy, goofy characters. And again, I think of the movie where there's like, I think it was Stan by me, where they said, well, Pluto's a dog and Goofy's a dog. How come Goofy? But we don't need to get into that. So if you're new here, one, you know, clearly, so you see, you yeah, what's this guy talking about? I would say, well, I'm talking. And I'm talking about stuff, but it's not, it's, yeah, just... Right, a, a bit of a, a bit of a mush mouth that comes up every once in a while, but I'll be here talking for you to take your mind off of things, so you don't need to listen to me. One of the few podcasts that you can listen to it, and but it works still if you don't listen. Most podcasts that you can you you can tune them out, but you're going to miss something. 
uh, this one, you might miss something, but you won't miss it if you catch my drift. You, you know what I mean? If this, that, 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 that would be funny if it wasn't true. You say, well, and you could say, you know, the next day you say to your partner or your roommate or your coworker that listens to the what Did I miss anything last night? You see, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I think Scoof, Scoof, did he change, he's changed his name from Scooter to Scoof. And I don't, I think he said he was wearing a, one of those goofy hats or goofy, like, uh, maybe, I don't know. You know, you didn't miss, did you fall asleep? You look great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I did. I fell asleep. I thought he said his name, he, like he, he was starting a toffee company called Goofy Toffee. Really? Okay. Well, I slept great too. So podcast is goofy, silly, goofy, uh, you don't need to listen to it, but you can listen to it. That's the other thing. It's a podcast to put you to sleep, but in a kind of indirect, almost like accidental way. Like I'm, I'm fumbling around with your attention, just like I have too many boxes, you know, to go back to, to roll with the image. We see maybe I stepped on a roller skate and a banana on a roller skate, which if it was one of those movie shorts, it would uh, somehow keep me from falling. Uh, but then it would have some unintended consequence, which would, you know, further the humor. But this, this you know, I'm in the mild humor business, not the, uh, not, not the slapstick humor. I save that for my personal life. You know, for the sh- you, you come for scoots. The Schadenfreude is free if you need. Uh, but so you, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. Also, I'll be here like an hour. So it's a podcast to put you asleep and take it, but only by taking your mind off of things and kind of escorting you across the threshold from wake to sleep. As you kind of realize, well, I'm glad the Scoots is here talking to me. And I'm also glad I don't have to listen. Thank goodness I don't have to take notes because I wouldn't even know what to write down other than question mark. You see, that? well, that's probably, you see, question mark, roller skate with banana roller skates. And I say, maybe put banana-flavored roller skates. What are we taking notes about? Oh, my podcast. Okay, let me get back to the intro then. So I'll be here for like an hour. Now, if you can't fall asleep, I give it my all, all the way to the end. You know, tonight we'll be doing our uh, episodic series, Super Doll. And uh, like that, you know, that should take your mind. So, so there'll be a whole story after this. That's what I'm saying. And the reason I do it, is uh, a couple of things that, you know, I've been there and not been able to sleep, but a part of it is because I'm, I'm an overthinker. If <laughs> you say, wait a second, what? But I never said I was a, like an over in, uh, overthinking intellectual. I just said I was an overthinker. Okay, we could we could change that to overthunker. Overthinkers, I'm an old, 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 oval, oval thunker. Okay, I'll take that. And then another part of me just said, oh, th- lunker. No, thunker makes more sense. An over over thunker, oler, oler, ovular. Remember, I tried to figure out if that's really a word. Ovular, ovular thunker, oval thunker. Uh, But if you're new here, so here's the thing. I guess I was trying to cover it. It only took me 11 minutes to try. You don't need to listen. And you don't need to fall asleep. The reason I make the show is because I've been there, lying there thinking... And once, you know, the stories started, like, internally with your own voice and you're the main character. And I don't know if this is what it's like for Goofy. I mean, now, like, we don't want to get existential at bedtime and no, but but we could have compassion if Goofy gets into that circular thinking. It can be really tough to pull out of that. But if you have an outside story... You know, with you know, where you say, well, what's the story about tonight? Well, I don't like it's not about this, but what if it was about a man who invented banana flavored roller skates? But he accidentally called them over skates. Uh, and say, well, I don't know if I'd be interested in that. I'd say, well, would you, would you be interested in falling asleep to it? Here's it, I'll tell you the story. It's uh, it, it, there's 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 a man who loves he he loves scratch, scratch and sniff snickers, <laughs> stickers. Uh, you don't think you got to scratch and sniff Snickers, you just buy it and eat it. He he loved scratch and sniff Snickers, and he also, uh, he loved the the image of having a roller, old-fashioned roller skates in his mind. 
And he also loved yellow, and he also loved artificial banana flavoring. And he decided to uh, make a banana-flavored roller skate. It was scratch and sniff, but also, you know, you could, it tasted like it. And it turned out he wasn't up to the task. He, he, so he just invented it in his mind, and it would skate through his dreams. The boy who dreamed of the banana-flavored roller skate, he did write a fictional autobiography about himself, the character that lived within his heart that loved banana-flavored roller skates, who was also a successful inventor. He did invent the uh, strawberry-flavored pogo stick, and he, he, he was thinking of other blue-sky ideas, like... Uh, I don't even know because he, he didn't make it past this. Once he once he had the strawberry flavored uh, pogo stick, he realized it's not you know you can't do that. It's not like it's not it's too pogo-y to 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 taste. Just like the like licking a roller skate's a bad idea. And everyone lived happily ever after. At the end, as the skate rolls through your dreams, and the pogo stick bounces through. You know the the clouds floating over your head with sheep sheep on a pogo. You think wood flavor sheep grass flavored pogo stick for sheep? Now that's a bedtime image. Hundreds of sheep, but jumping on. Uh, you know what do sheep do? What do sheep think of strawberry flavor? No comments. Uh, but that's it. If you're new here, it's podcast with just sleep. You don't need to listen, but you can listen, and I'll be here uh, because I've been there. Uh, Spycast is is different. It's off. Uh, it's off the charts. Strange, uh, and so I don't want you to feel any pressure. Give it a few tries. Almost uh, all the reviews say the first time I listened to this, I thought, "What." And it takes two or three tries. It's not for everybody, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. If it doesn't work for you, you know, feel free to honestly email at Dear Scooter on Twitter or get a hold of me. I can point you towards some good audiobooks and some other stuff you could test out. Uh, but this is like the sillier version. You know, there's a lot of uh, more uh, straightforward things out there. And I consider putting you to sleep very serious business. Uh, it's just I conduct my, you know, I conduct my business. You know, my business is a banana flavored roller skates. So I take it seriously. And I'm honored, really honored to help. Uh, and I appreciate you giving this show a shot. Uh, if you're skeptical, totally I get that. And I'm glad you're here. And not only do I hope, I yearn to help you fall asleep so thanks for coming by uh hey are you up all night tossing turning mind racing trouble getting to sleep trouble staying asleep well welcome this is sleep with me the podcast that's here to put you to sleep we do it the bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play i'm gonna do the rest and what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's uh, keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts running through your head, uh, feelings running through your body, uh, emotions running through your heart and your, your, you know, your soul, your veins, your gut. Again, I get confused about this whole limbic, oh, the lymph system. Did I, I don't, it's been a while since I've talked about how confused, you got to check if, uh, I gotta check if Justin and Sydney have talked about that. Over, but uh, let, me, let me, let me. So, so if you're new here, let's see. Let's podcast. Which we do it to bedtime. We take off your create a safe place where you uh, where you can forget all uh, whatever's keeping you awake. I'm gonna take your mind off of that. Uh, sorry, now I'm still confused. As you're referring to Sawbones podcast earlier, but so so whatever is keeping you awake, I'm gonna try to take your mind off that. I'm gonna use a creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night, and basically I'm gonna ch- talk. Let me see. Let me the, trying to always get this in earlier. If you're new here, so the podcast here's the structure: five minutes of business at the top of the show. That's how we keep the show going. Yeah, then we have a, tw- a twelve minute intro, which we've just started. Intros long, long and meandering, just like the rest of the podcast. A bit strange. Like it, like one of those cheeses that has like a really long, like like anytime you see a cheese with like a lot of syllables, you, you, right? That's when you're like, hmm. 
I never thought about this till right now. I just walked in. Talk. I, oh, first of all, what if you just walked into some cheese? Depending on if it's a soft cheese, that could be a problem. And if you did just walk into any cheese, don't you know? Don't don't track it around the house. You'll you'll definitely get a you'll get a stern talking to by the homeowner. So don't so don't do that. Let me see if I can or before I start talking about cheese, cheese talk, the podcast that like that never made it. We're talking cheese, a couple of cheese heads. That's maybe what we would call it. But then people would say, is it about a Green Bay football? No, just a couple of people talking cheese. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's too easy a joke. But if you're new here, so like uh, we'll do a 12 minute intro, then we'll have the episode. And what what was my point? Like tonight we'll be covering uh, like a tale of the tape, a movie that I, I try to remember that I saw once. So not exactly riveting stuff, but I really work hard at these podcast episodes to distract you from whatever your thoughts are or feelings or whatever's keeping you awake. So it's like I kind of take your attention away with me and I kind of carry it lightly, like loosely in my hand, just like a, like a soft cheese, just like you would carry a soft cheese. As long as it's wrapped, you know, as long as it's wrapped, if it smells weird, because I don't want to be, I'm not going to be carrying any weird smelling cheese in my hand, by the way. Uh, cheesemongers of the world. I mean, it makes it. It does make it does make for a nice image. I'd say. What do you think that? What will we paint that in? Man carrying cheese. Oh, sorry, boy. My my part of me just corrected. Boy carrying cheese. Oh, thank you. Man child carrying cheese. Is that a watercolor? Like I don't think pointillism. I don't think cheeses do well in a pointillistic environment. Abstract. Well. Then you'd say boy carrying something because you say you then it'd be debatable. So you say something more in the realism, more impression. Maybe impressionism. I think an impressionistic painting. I could definitely pick out some brie. What other cheeses lend themselves to to do? How about that? Here's a discussion point that you don't need, like. Uh, like this would be the, this is the interactive part of your the podcast where it'd be clear if you're new here follow this logical logic. Now we're gonna like so I'll pretend like I'm partially like a so now we're gonna come to the intera- interactive portion of the podcast. And if if you're playing along at home, let's make a list of uh, what uh, uh, styles of painting. What do you call it? You don't call it genres of painting. Uh, what painting techniques or artistic techniques lend themselves to what types of cheeses? Also, other than hard cheese, smelly cheese, and soft cheese, what other kinds of che- cheeses are there? Age, I know there's aged cheese. But so, you know, so let's discuss. Obviously, if, you, if, you're, if you're new here even, you say, well, it doesn't seem like it lends itself to a very complex discussion. But at the same time, you can't escape the fact that your brain is coming along with me and you're saying, well, though, what would a cubist, you know, how would a cubist handle cheese? And, yeah, what, what, like in, in a slice of American, which I guess, you know, people of the world may say, well, you can't call that cheese. But you say, how would a cute, you know, what, 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 what would Pablo do? And you'd say, like I'd say to yourself, like uh, you know, mobile mobile fans, Calder did Calder did work and work with any cheese, you know, like because an impression, I guess, because we're going with it, an impression of cheese is a very artistic thing. Uh, you see, Matisse, I, I, like I'm picturing a blue uh, person with uh, uh, hoof, hoofed feet, uh, they you know maybe playing the fiddle. And uh, like they, I could see them dealing in goat cheese, uh, like so. But it, I can't picture it in my head. But I'm sure there was some cheese on the table. I don't want to get into what do they call that? Like photorealistic. That's you know that's too, too. You know that's might be too boring for a sleep podcast. You say, well, that's brie. Holy cow! That's like the most accurate. I say, okay. I mean, I guess Bob Ross has probably worked in cheese before because, okay, no snickering. Bob Ross is a very, like, wonderful person. No, but but really, I'm going to do a little cheese down. They're having a little picnic down here at the beach. 
And you're wondering what's on the picnic. But well, there you go. There's a little round brie and some a couple of baguettes. I don't know. It's been a while since I watched Bob Ross, so I, I guess I think I have to work on my Bob Ross impression. But because uh, because I, I don't know if that sounds anything like Bob Ross, but that's my impre- that's impressionism. Huh. I'm not kidding either. And no, we're not going to start to deconstruct Cubists' versions of Bob Ross, uh, Calderian. I, I would actually, I would purchase that. Like a like a. Those are mobiles, mobiles, right? Like a, a Bob Ross mobile by Calder, would, that would look pretty sweet. And avant-garde, I mean, I think I'm a big fan of that kind of stuff. But I, again, when you're trying to reach, like, then it would have to be really out there. And I would prefer, even in avant-garde or really, you know, I prefer a title that gives me something to grasp onto. So if you have a giant stream, what was that, Tingly, Tingly, tingly I think, uh, like a giant steam-driven machine or something, I'd prefer it be called Essence of, of uh, Munster or something. So then I'd say, oh, okay, like it give, give, gives me something palpable. Otherwise, I just start, you know, daydreaming. You know, I project my own meaning onto it. That's different. I mean, in this situation, we're talking about uh, cheese, cheese expression of cheese. <laughs> that is a book title. I mean, you, if there's one thing I can come up with, it's book titles. Uh, I don't know. What, what would that be about? Expression of cheese. Uh, I think Dumont would be the last name. You're right. I don't know. Rene Dumont. The Rene, Rene Dumont story. I don't know. I guess I could write that in the uh, like uh, romance genre, the tale of a cheesemonger. I mean, that could just be a book anyway. That's pretty easy, but it does sound good. A tale or the tale, a tale of a cheesemonger. How about this one? Cheesemongers blues. Do we have any? Jazz? I know we have the the, the uh, Silvertone is a jazz singer. How about that? How about that? that did Dylan did, was that one of Dylan's songs? Cheesemonger Blues. You know, the fridge gave out. It went all bad. My cheese don't sink, and I'm so sad. I'm sorry. Normally, I don't sing, and that's not really singing. But uh, you know, when the, when it strikes, uh, I, I, I got. I'm trying to find. Believe it or not, I'm talking, and then another. I'm trying to get another part of my brain to find a way to extricate myself from this cheese, cheese discussion. I mean, I guess the reality is this podcast is full of cheese. The cheese and hot air is is what one thing that makes it up. Uh, but it's all done in good fun. Now, as you can tell, if you've been listening, this podcast isn't for everybody. It is. Uh, it's not abstract. Uh, like, uh, it, but it does lend itself to that same look when you're at, you know, especially don't do any first dates at any abstract uh, cheese related, you know. I mean, we're not talking about cheese-based art. We're talking about cheese-influenced art. And, but don't take any first dates to that because you see, like, that look on people's faces when they say, what is this thing? And, I mean, that's natural. This podcast is uh, it's to put you asleep, but you're under no pressure to listen or fall asleep. Uh, the reason I make the show is at least an hour, right about an hour, is I found over doing it over the course of 500 episodes that it gives you some relief. You say, well, geez, I don't have to rush to fall asleep. This this uh, this cheesehead, self-proclaimed cheesehead, he's a cheesehead, cheesehead with an S in there. Uh, like the, the, he he he'll be here, and he's kind of rambling in a nonsensical way. He's trying to make a point, you know. But his points full of holes. If you, you know, holy Swiss cheese pun. Sorry, there that guy crickets. I couldn't even laugh at that. Uh, it was close, but no cigar. And that's and trying to think of like a, like you put a cigar. How does that have to do with cheese? Uh, but anyway, uh, so this podcast is, is good. Uh, I try to make it good natured. So it's all in good fun. If this podcast doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. I wish it I wish it would. I wish it did. But give it a few tries. If you're skeptical, I mean, no doubt. I, I just talked about cheese for 14 minutes. And if I'm perfectly honest, I, I'm capable. That's the thing that maybe some people don't realize is I'm trying to, uh, like, tone it down. I could talk. I could go... 
and try to make cheese-related jokes and points and go on cheese tangents for at least an hour. Uh, but, that, you know, like at some point, it just leaves a bitter taste in your mouth. So we got to move on. Uh, but if you're new here, I'm glad you're here. Uh, this one did not come together as a metaphor other than as an example of uh, what can come up in this episode. Again, I'm not exactly sure how I got cheese on the brain, but I do. Also, yeah, that's an easy joke that's actually true. Yep, but my brain may be partially made of Swiss cheese. Moldy Swiss cheese. Okay, thanks, thanks. I don't need I don't need the extra. It was a Waldorf and Stadler again. So I'm glad you're here. The reason I make this show, I mean, what else could I possibly do, right? Other than, you see, call public. I've done this. Are you hiring anybody to title books? No, no, no. We don't like a book titler. And they say no. I say you wouldn't believe how good I good I am at titling books. You just tell me, and and, and I do think that is a skill set I have. Unfortunately, I've had to adapt it to this podcast, but but also I've been there in the deep, dark night and unable to sleep. That's the main reason I make this show. And as I always say during these openings, uh, it doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. I'm glad you came by. I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, and thanks and good night. Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside... Whatever has been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical feelings, uh, sensations, uh, stirring of emotions, whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, the creaky dulcets, uh, pointless meanders, I've I've had a few, and I'll be drifting, especially tonight. Tonight will be the most drifting Drifting in the ocean currents, if you will, to this evening. Not, I mean, not in an actual way. Uh, this is a hybrid episode. It's an on-location, but without the non-ambient on-location episode. Uh, so it should appeal to everybody, but it may sound a little bit different because I, I have my on-location equipment. But yeah, here's what I offer. So this is a podcast of which you sleep. If you're new here, the structure of the show, five minutes of business. That's how we are able to keep this podcast free and all the archives free. Uh, then we have about, what, what do we got? Like, uh, <laughs> let's see. Then we have an intro. Usually intros are somewhere between 10 and 14 minutes. I don't know how long tonight's intro will be. Because uh, I haven't, uh, you know, I just started it. <laughs> But uh, this is a podcast, and then like tonight we'll be talking about uh, the Sea Life Aquarium in Orlando, which I just had a tour of, and now I'm behind the scenes here. Uh, I wish I had a water microphone. I don't know. I I mean, sure, there has been Jacques Jacques Cousteau's probably uh, broadcast, but like uh, the Cousteau cast. Whoa, boy, there you go. There's, There's the next podcast I'm doing. They said, well, that name's trademarked. And I was like, well, okay, well, the faux Cousteau cast. How the lucky did I just get that? One of my favorite words, faux, rhymes with Cousteau. I mean, talk about a child, a childhood dream come true. But before we get to the faux Cousteau cast, let me get, uh, let me get this intro out of the way. Uh, so if you're new here, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, a podcast to put you to sleep. Here's the thing. One, it's a podcast you don't really need to listen to. Or you're under no expectation, obligation, assumption, or even in even. I guess my dream is that uh, you use it however you need to use it. Uh, but you know, most podcasts, they, they uh, actually the good podcasts don't really demand your attention. They uh, well, they they don't demand it, but but the content itself uh, in the wondrous creation of the content, it it, it demands your attention. In the soft power demand way, instead of the 
I don't know what the opposite of soft power is. Is Because a hard-boiled egg and a soft-boiled egg aren't opposites, you know. Like a hard-boiled egg and an egg are opposites. Maybe they're not even opposites. No, they're the same thing, just in a different state. Oh, thanks, uh, Plasma Brain. Came right in there with uh, the assist. I was just trying to give the uh, uh, new listeners. So this is a podcast, you don't know, clearly, you don't need to listen to it. Uh, but you can for a little while, and ideally I draw your attention in. I don't even demand it, because I didn't I mispronounce demand. Uh, but I, I like to take your mind off stuff to distract you from whatever's keeping you awake. I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I try to create a safe, welcoming place that's so safe. This is that, That's how safe this podcast is, you see. This podcast is so safe I don't even need to listen to it. Holy cow. And so it takes your mind off of it. You, you know, you'll listen to me for a little while. Tonight's episode will be pretty immersive, if you don't mind me uh, assuming it will be when I get, you know, because I'm about to do it. Uh, but here's the thing. It's a podcast which just sleep. You're really under no pressure to fall asleep. I try to make the episodes an hour. So you say, huh, I got plenty of time to fall asleep. I could just sit here and listen to Scoots uh, and hear him fill us in on this tour of the aquarium under the sea, I know Scoots loves that song. He can't sing it, and, but he, he does love it. You know, just you and me, that's where you'll find me or whatever. I think that's the different song. But uh, And i got to get off the song before I start. Holy Sebastian, keep moving, Scoots. Don't slow down. Okay, let's get back to fo- Let me See, I'm just distracting myself now so I don't start singing that song. Get back to talking about Fokusto. Actually, that could be a character, but it, like in uh, ambient episodes or on-location episodes without ambient, this is the first time I've ever done an on-location, non-ambient episode. I do have a reference recording going. That's what I usually use to record the ambient sound. And I, I, I'll explain that in a minute. Let me get the new list. So, so this is a sleep podcast you don't need to fall asleep to. You could, and hopefully you will. It's more a keep you. It's, I guess I could have called it the keep you company cast, but then people like that would have been even more confusing than sleep with me. Uh, the keep you company cast because it's meant to kind of uh, be your friend uh, when you're having trouble getting to sleep because I know what it's like tossing and turning. I've been there, and it's it's not fun. And you deserve a good night's sleep. So I made this podcast to try to put you to sleep. But eventually, over some people fall asleep in two minutes, and some people don't. They listen the whole time because I'm here to keep you company. They're listening to the Keep You Company cast, even though it's titled Sleep With Me. And I guess that's like the luxury I get as a maker of the podcast is I, I get to make the whole show and lose the audience as we go along. And I get to be there for everybody. You know, whether you fall asleep in one minute, or whether you're going to be here the whole time. I'll be here too. I'll be taking you on this journey. And I got no idea. I, I, I mean, I have a map in front of me and I have a bunch of notes that I just took, just got a tour. And we'll see how it goes. I'll try not to use a fake uh, Jacques Cousteau voice because, uh, and I'll try to not spend too much time remembering the, the few things I know about Jacques Cousteau and Steve, you know, Steve Sassou. Steve Zissou, Zissou, Steve Zissou, and maybe I'll even remember the name of that movie. Life Aquatic, that's what it was called, right? Uh, but here, here's the thing, uh, let's see, podcast of you sleep, we do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is uh, get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest, as I said. I think that kind of covers it, but I, I do, I am a little bit like a... I wonder if I one. Do you think one day I could do? I guess I couldn't do a podcast. I'd need to do it from a submarine, and then it would just be like uh, that. Wouldn't be the same as doing it actually underwater. And like, because if you're actually underwater, then you need uh, the thing in your mouth, uh, whatever that's called, the breathing apparatus. Look into the finance box just to check my status, by the way. A little pandering because we're under the sea. What better thing than a fish shout out when we're here talking about sea life? Because that's where I am. I'm at the Sea Life Aquarium in Orlando. And I'm going to take you on a journey, a meandering journey as it is. And that's what every episode tries to take you on. So with every bending turn, you have permission to close your eyes and drift off. 
But if you can't, you know, if you're uh, you're out of town, maybe you had whatever's keeping you awake. I don't want to go through a, a litany, a list or a litany, a list of litanies. Do, have I named a book that yet? Because I like I think who who would be best? The whose story would that? I mean, I can think of a few people who's a list of litanies. It'd have to be. We'd have to soften it, you know, unless you because I'm not into those hard hard books. I mean, not hardback books, but. You know, books that are, you know, I, I'm I'm about this new friendly movement or whatever it's called. I think, like, uh, I, I think the guys that, uh, um, my brother, my brother, and me, and uh, Jesse Thorne, and uh, everyone, like, that's a new movement, be, being nice. Uh, it's crazy. You have to, I think they have, a, like, a new sincerity movement, I think it's called. And I'm sincere. I mean, like, like with this podcast, I'm sincerely, I was sincerely troubled individual. Uh, I'm also sincere about my dream of starting the uh, what was I going to do? Custocast, the podcast that puts you under the sea. We do like so. Actually, let's roll right into the episode because I think. Uh, well, I, I'll try not to use a Jacques Cousteau voice. I probably will think about. Uh, I think it was a big NBC special where they did a, a Cousteau reboot, maybe, uh, during my childhood. Uh, but first, I want to get you settled into the Sea Life Aquarium here. So I'm glad you're here. This is what I say every episode. So if you're new, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. It's different. I'm strange. Or if you want to be nice about it, he's Scooch. He's a little bit different. He's an, he's a, he's an odd bird. Um. He's a bird without a flock, right? but I do have a flock of sleepless, sleepless people I'm trying to help put to sleep. You know, I, you know, I'm, I'm speaking to the schools of fish. I guess check my finance box. So like I said, just check my status. You look at him doing his podcast under the sea. He's got a breathing apparatus. Uh, so anyway, if you're new here, like I hope this podcast can help you. Like I said, give it a few tries. Most of the reviews... Of skeptical, like there's a lot of people that were skeptical about this podcast. First of all, it's called Sleep With Me. Uh, second of all, you're listening to me talk. You say, well, this isn't like anything I've ever heard outside outside of a clinical environment or a movie, you know, a recreation of a clinical environment. Usually recreations of clinical environments, they try to get to the point too. So if it was a dramatic, you know, they say, well, like there wouldn't be someone doing that. Like, hmm. And then pausing and then saying, well, what was I talking about? The Cousteau cast? Oh, no, I was trying to. So if you're new here, uh, give it a few tries. If it doesn't work, I'm sorry. Like, And you can email me, uh, dearscooter at gmail.com, I think is my Gmail. That's my Gmail account. Still having trouble with the main email. But, uh, you know, I can tell you about uh, LibriVox books, Pink Noise. I've been testing a lot of Pink Noise out. And tonight you may hear some pink noise because, uh, or I don't know if it, I haven't looked up the definition of pink noise yet. But yeah, I'm not here to talk about different, like uh, the colors of noises. Uh, there's another one. What was the first one I was going to call? A lit- list of lit- litany, list, list, litany of lists. My life is BuzzFeed editor. There you go. That, that, that just wrote itself. Get me a BuzzFeed editor and I'll ghostwrite it with you. A litany of lists. My life is a BuzzFeed editor. Because they have a lot of lists on there. There's, I think there's even a site called... Li- list. Isn't there like just a listing sites? I bet you that'd be pretty good. Who wants to do... I don't, I'm not into exposés. So it couldn't be anything. It would have to just... Actually, yeah. My life is a BuzzFeed editor does feel like an exposé. It could be like a, like a... Like a... Yeah, new sincerity. Like my life... My, I don't know. We'll work on that. I, I got to do a sleep podcast so right now. Uh, so that's it. I want to say I'm glad you're here. I, was, I think I've been trying to say that for about four minutes. And I hope I can help you fall asleep. Like, I appreciate your time. So thank you so much for stopping by. And as I always say, I really yearn and I really hope I can help you fall asleep.